Welcome to Therapist Who Brunch, a podcast in collaboration with Dive Through. I'm Dr. Carrie, and I'm a licensed psychologist. And I'm Erica, and I'm a clinical social worker. We're here to talk all things therapy and beyond. From candid conversations with other mental health professionals to personal anecdotes, nothing is off limits. So grab a mimosa or a coffee and let's dig in. Welcome back to Therapist Who Brunch. I am Dr. Carrie, and I have with, with me here... Erica. So hey, Erica. Hi. It's been so long, guys, since we've recorded. We always do this. We record with guests and stuff ahead of time and really organize. And then we get to the end of the season and we're like, oh no, we need to record. Our lives are so busy. <laughs> I know. I am on the struggle bus, like being at the end of the year, which like I feel like is perfect timing because we're going to be talking about holidays, stress, end of year stuff. And I... I don't know. The holidays have such like a, I have, have mixed feelings about them. And so we'll be talking about that today, of course, as our last episode of season two. Yeah. No. Season so two. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So, it's, oh, I was going to say, it's so funny that I, I posted a poll on our therapist who brunch Instagram the other day and, or it'll be last week when you guys are listening to this. And I said like, do you like the holiday season? And it was so split. People were like, I love it. And people were like, I freaking hate it. <laughs> yes. Well, how do you, maybe we should start there. How do you feel about the holidays? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you neutral? Mixed? Yeah, I'm mixed. I'm not like, I, I feel like holidays were more fun, specifically Christmas, if you celebrate, like when you're a kid and you're excited for Santa and all of like that, like magic. I do like like holiday movies. I like, like I like a Christmas tree. I like some decorations, but I don't know the holidays are so wrapped in all this stress of like presents and gift giving and like my love language is not gift giving nor is it gift receiving so I'm just like I get really stressed out about that portion of it but what about you? I feel like I'm a Scrooge like <laughs> the Grinch. <laughs> I am, yes I am the Grinch actually. I am not a big holiday person never have been. I'm not big on like birthdays in general like and so like Christmas holidays it's like I don't like, I don't really love it. It's like, to me, there's a lot of like expectations around what you should be doing. And that's the part that I hate because it's like, what if I want to just like have a staycation at home and like treat myself to a massage and that's how I want to spend the holiday. But it's like really expected to be a certain type of way. Yeah, That's so well said. I, I feel very similarly. And I think that's also has to do probably with like I mean, you said you've always felt like this, but our age now, especially like we're both single. We don't like, we don't have our, we don't have spouses or kids or like extended family. You live away from your family. So it's kind of like this weird thing. And I've said this before, I think on the podcast, but I've always felt like I was like the black sheep of my family a little bit. And, you know, I love like my core few people, but I never did like big holidays except for like New Year's and things like that. So it feels like another day to me, honestly. Yes. And I don't mean to be like a Scrooge, I guess, but it just isn't as important. With that being said, I do love a Christmas tree. I do love things like that. But other than like that, I think it's stressful. And I do think it has to do with the fact that w- there's all these expectations, like you said. Yeah. And I, all, my expectations, like I always think like this is going to be better than it ends up being or like I will have so much fun and then like when I get there it's like oh wait I forgot about all the stress of like seeing these family members and having to like travel a lot and it's like 
You know what? Honestly, like I feel like being single is very annoying around the holidays because you're expected to move your schedule around for everyone else and accommodate everybody with families. And yes, like I get it. Like having kids, it's like more challenging to like move things around, but it's like, so what if I don't want to go to your place for Christmas and I want you to come here? Like, it's very annoying. It's like, we're the ones who are expected to accommodate everyone else and be so easygoing. That's such an interesting perspective because I'm an only child. So I don't have like siblings or people that I need to like move around my schedule for, but I can totally like resonate with that of like a feeling like I'm like the single friend that can go wherever and like hang out with my friends at their house or yeah, that's so interesting. I also think like there's like some sort of taboo of like not seeing your families for the holidays. Like, yes, I mean, I love my family. I choose to see them for the holidays, but my family personally, I don't think would like combust if I didn't see them. But I know some families, it's like you absolutely have to see them at all costs. And it's expensive, by the way. It is. I mean, my attendee at home was almost $900. I mean, it's insane. And I did not go home for Thanksgiving. Like the first time was in graduate school and it was like very bad. Like it was like, you should not be doing that. But it's like, then I honestly, like I stopped coming home for Thanksgiving a lot of times. And last year because of COVID, it was really bad during the holidays. I didn't go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, honestly. And I spent it with friends and it was a lot of fun. And I'm like, you know what? This would be like ideal, like to do that. And I had like a Zoom with my family and that was fine. So, yeah. Yeah, there's so many different ways. I remember last year when we were all thinking of different ways to connect with our families that like we can't, everyone came up with such creative ways. And though it was, there was obviously different stress because of the pandemic, I think people actually calmed down a little bit around the holidays last year because you physically couldn't, at least in New York, you couldn't go to like everyone's houses. You couldn't really fly everywhere. You didn't necessarily go out and get gifts for four months out of the year. It was very different. But yeah, I love like a friend's holiday and all of that. It's interesting. I just realized this talking to you. I, for the last, other than last year, for the last, gosh, at least 10 years of my life, I've always had to have plans for New Year's. It was always my favorite holiday. I had so much expectation around it. It always was like that fresh start. I loved it. But the last few years prior to the pandemic, I was so stressed out about being home and being in New York and making plans there that I literally would plan a vacation just so I was like away from the norm. And it didn't matter what I did, I would be having fun. And sometimes I wish I could do that for like every holiday, not necessarily to like go on this lavish vacation, but just to be like away from the the hustle of everything. Yeah, I would actually love to talk about New Year's because like, I mean, as you guys know, me and Erica are both single and like, I feel like that's where a lot of the pressure comes in Mm -hmm. and maybe why you are avoiding like being home with those uncomfortable feelings of not doing anything, right? Oh yeah, the whole like kissing somebody at midnight and all of that. I can viscerally remember a few years ago, like running to get a drink exactly at midnight because I wanted nothing to do with people you're hanging out with. It's just like funny stuff like that. And yeah, when you're home and you have a lot of friends who are in relationships or you go to a family party, it does feel like a lot of pressure. And yeah. I, it shouldn't. Like I am happily single at this very moment. Like, so yes. it's, it's interesting that that kind of comes out. And when you do travel, there are a lot more people that are also single. So it's just an interesting dynamic. 
But you know what's funny though is like you said like you would do things to avoid being at home, but even when you were out at that bar, it's still like very uncomfortable. And like mm-hmm. I honestly I haven't been out for a New Year's in like many years. And like I remember the last time I did, I was like, I don't enjoy this, but like I literally like I am pretty sure like the past like six well, there's most of the past New Year's, I have not really done anything. Like I have just been home alone made like even like last year I was with two friends and we made cocktails and I went home by 10 um so like I don't know I feel like I have gotten much better about just accepting like being home alone yeah Yeah. last year was my first New Year's that I was home with my family and when I say family it was literally like my parents and my dad went to bed before midnight and you know my mom stayed up and it was so fun we just like talked and watched the watched the programming on TV and like we went outside at midnight and just like there was a really cool moon out I remember but like I was super anxious about staying home because that was like the first time truly in like my adult life that I stayed home and this year we're like 15 days 16 days at this point to New Year's Eve and I have I don't know what I'm doing I have no plans I'm not sure if I want to stay home I'm not sure what and I'm okay with it this year. So maybe there's some sort of growth in that way. Yeah. I feel like there's the expectation, like you need to go out. And like, to be honest, I haven't really enjoyed that. I did really like last year where it was like a couple of close friends and we made some really nice cocktails and like, we either got some really good food or we made like a I think actually we made homemade pasta and it was really nice. And I was like, that's my ideal new year's like very small. Like, I love that. I love that. I I can't necessarily relate because the year before COVID I was in Italy. So I was real far away, but I had a great time. (laughs) You know, can't relate to this. You make your own pasta, but I was in Italy. (laughs) Literally. I did make my own pizza when I was in Italy though. Oh my God. That sounds so nice. I, but I, I will say like this year, it's actually like a lot of my friends are going to be out of town. So I'm honestly expecting to be home alone for New Year's. So I'm like, well, oh, well, who cares? But it well, does still bring up some, some stress. I'm three hours later than you. So maybe we'll celebrate New Year's twice together. <laughs> you know, what? it's actually probably like the perfect time for us to celebrate too. Because so if you guys have been listening, you know that I am an early bird and um, Erica is very much so a night owl. And so like our schedules actually align very well now. So like nine, <laughs> 9 PM my time, I'll be ready for sleep midnight. You'll be ready to watch the ball drop. I can watch it with you and be happy. And then Perfect. There's my <laughs> I'll be the first to wish you a happy new year. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, but we're talking about new years. Obviously we're talking about like the actual pressure of celebrating and all of that, but there's also a pressure, which I have definitely carried for years. It's a lot better now of like, the fresh start and the reflection and the goal setting and like, this has got to be our year. And I've definitely unpacked that. I still love New Year's for that reason of like a fresh start in a way, but I don't view it as like a fresh start from my life. I just view it as like, this is really cool. We're in a new year. Like what things that are cyclical of the year, like January through December, like my business, it's cool to think about the fresh start in that way. But Mm -hmm. I don't think of it that way anymore when it comes to, like, my personal life. It's just, like, a continuation. It's, like, a check-in period rather than, like, a, I don't know, this, like, I need to do everything I didn't do this year and be a better person. But what do you think? You know, I do like the feeling of a fresh start that the new year brings. Um, And I think, like, there is something exciting about the new year in general. But, like, I don't reflect on it as much, I think, as you do. (laughs) 
<laughs> literally do the last like few years with Rachel. She was one of our guests on our podcast way back when. Uh, we've done like a New Year's brunch. It's usually within like the I first two weeks. And it's so fun. We literally like, guys, I really do like walk the walk with all of my crazy. Like we really <laughs> literally do like journal prompts and like reflect together on the year. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. And it's so fun. And I truly like enjoy it. And like, we always end up crying. It's crazy, but it just so happens. I have spent a lot of new year's Eve, new year's with her and we've been like traveling together. So it's become a tradition. So that's really fun for me. But like I said, that's how shift my mindset from like it being just like a reflective check-in versus this like yeah, to make these goals. And because I was the girl, I mean, we talked about body image so much on here, but we were like, we're going to go to the gym in January and we're going to set our weight loss goals. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so crazy those how are, that like, all comes un- about. Yeah, those are such unhealthy goals. I just, I don't know. I mean, you know me well. Like, I don't feel like I'm the most reflective person at times. Like, and that's, that actually, maybe that should be my goal. <laughs> To be more self-reflective. <laughs> to be more self-reflective, to be more self-aware. I don't know. It's so hard. And like, I don't, but I, again, like with setting goals, like I think that would be a good one, but I don't know how to actually enact that. And I don't typically set goals really, like for the new years. Yeah. I I think I just tend to be like reflective towards the end of the year in general. Maybe it's because it's cold out. Maybe it's because I've, you know, <laughs> have worked in a school and like I would be off at some points. I don't know. I, and I, things like this just like come to me. Like I have goals written down for next year already. Like I was like half asleep and I'm like, oh, these are my goals. And like, they may sh- I'm not even kidding. I'm like re- looking at them right now, like trying to decide if I should read them. But some of them are just like things I know I'm going to do. Like I know I want to like visit more states and like I'll say I want to yeah. do this, but I'm not going to like die or yell at myself if it doesn't happen. But what of mine for next year? Cause like, you know, some people will pick like a word for the year. Have you ever seen that? Or like words to describe the year. You know what? I think I have. I've seen the color of the year too. Like, Ooh, I don't know the color. I can't remember. I can't remember what my words were. I know one of them was clarity. And I didn't like think every day of like, I want clarity. But it really was kind of a theme of my year. And the word that I keep coming back to this year is like intention. Like I want to do stuff with like more intention rather than being like scrolling through Instagram and like, you know, just doing And, like, that's not, like, a goal you have, like, these, like, steps and, like, this is how you do it. It's more just, like, a a vibe, you know? It's a vibe. Yeah. And that's – I feel like those are what my goals look like now. That was very long-winded, but still. Well, I mean, that's, like, much healthier, I think. Like, I don't know. I go so back and forth with goals because, like, I don't feel like I am that great at setting goals. And it's good to have goals because I feel like that – is like living like a more values driven life. And I actually, I did used to do this where I would have goals where it's like, I'm going to go on two heights this week, or I'm going to make one new recipe this week. So maybe I should just do like larger goals, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it can go both ways because goals can feel really like scary and like and limiting too much. Too. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes oh, they yeah. can be like too much or it's like you have to stick to them, which I don't think I have to stick I don't, I'm not the person who's like, I need to stick with this goal. I'm more the person that forgets about the goals. Like, like, but you're, but you're like also you're healthier when it comes to that stuff. Like this is a very like cut and dry goal that I have. Like I've like the last couple of years, I wanted to read a certain amount of books in a year. And that was just because I love to read and I hadn't read like a lot since I was a kid. 
And like this year, I literally just picked an arbitrary number. It was 36 books, which is like a lot in my opinion. Apparently it's not in like bookstagram world that I sometimes stumble upon on reels, which insane, but, and like I'm two books behind and that's not because I read like a lot. It's just, I have periods. There were months I didn't read at all. And then there was months I read five books. So it's just kind of like, I'm not going to die if I don't make those that goal, but it was cool. Like having something to like to work, work at. Yeah. I don't to know. work for. Yeah. I'm better at professional goals than I am for personal, but you know what, this year I'm going to set some goals. So like, yeah, we should, we should talk more about what goals we'll set. I think. Yeah. I'll have to think it's about healthy. it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe when we come back for season three, we'll have like mm-hmm. a, we'll have an idea of what the first few months look like. <laughs> yes. I think so too. I'm going to yeah. post a poll though, now that you're thinking about, I'm um, thinking on Instagram and see how people actually set goals, and, like what people think. Cause I can imagine there are people out there that it feels anxiety provoking. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, th- I feel like for people, like when they're very perfectionistic, it's like, it needs to be perfect. But then also I think just for some people, the act of setting a goal can be a lot. Um, yeah. And I'm not a, I don't know. I'm not, not, I'm not either of those, honestly. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're not. And it's funny. I'm like definitely more of a perfectionist, but I don't feel that way with goals anymore. I, yeah, I don't know. Grow. You're gro- You're growing. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm growing. I love that. But you're like, healing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But even with our like podcasts, like there are things we want to happen with our podcasts, obviously, but neither of us are like so high strung with it. Like we're just kind of going with it because it's fun. And you know, if we miss a week, we miss a week and sorry guys, we're doing our best here, but like we're we're trying, but we're, we're sometimes our head is barely above water or coffee, whatever you call it. That's so funny. Yeah. Before, before we started, Carrie got a refill of coffee and I'm like sitting here trying, I sitting there with stars on my face because I, they're pimple (laughs) patches. So it's a whole, it's a whole look. (laughs) It is a whole look. We could have, we could have done a video record the video this one. Oh god <laughs> it wouldn't be a good one for me but you know maybe maybe one of these days but maybe. I guess we talked a lot about the holidays and stuff but the end of the year in in I guess in honor of reflection what are you proud of yourself for this year let's I'm gonna make you reflect <laughs> okay this is good for me okay let's let's personal and professional I think is okay. just like our game personal and professional Hey. <laughs> well <laughs> one of our games. So personally, what I am proud of, I think I am very proud of me moving to California because this is something I did just for me. And it was not aligned with what other people wanted me to do across like professional things and across from personal things like family. They want me to be close professionally. There's a job they wanted me to stay at. So honestly, that all kind of goes together. I moved out to California because it's what I wanted to do. It's where I want to set down roots and start my life. Not start my life. I hate that phrase. But like. Continue. (laughs) I want to, yeah, continue here and establish my business here. And so I started my own private practice also, which I'm excited about. So that is what I'm very proud of. What about you? I love. Um. Well, actually, I'll start professionally because I think that is easier. But I'm just like proud in general of like doing the hard stuff, like the stuff I was scared of doing. I guess that's for both, but like starting my private practice and like setting my rates and making an Instagram and this podcast, like all of this stuff that like something I wanted but felt very scary to do. So yeah, all of that in general. And 
having that like belief in myself for it. It's been really cool. And then personally, well, I'm pumped that I read a lot of books, but that's not <laughs> where I'm mostly. Let's get deeper. Um, Let's get I deeper know. than the book. I know. I think I'm just like proud that I've like put myself first in general. Like I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of expensive book coaching and stuff, but I've done a lot of just like deep work on myself and gotten a lot more confident in myself and yeah, all that like tough work that like you kind of tell your clients to do or like help your clients through. I've really gotten deep with it and I'm still going to be doing it next year. And I think that's been like probably my biggest accomplishment and my proudest accomplishment above everything else. I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought that up because I was hoping you would say that because I know the work you've been doing and it is very hard, but I think like you have grown. I mean, from what you've told me, you've like grown a lot. So I'm very, very proud of you. Yeah. And in a way, thank you. In a way, our po- I feel like for both of us, our podcast has been like this therapeutic journey, which we never intended it to be, where we've gotten to air out kind of some of our own like toxic or anxious behaviors that have really like evolved. Yeah, I don't know. So what are you excited for for 2022? I am excited to, um, I feel like this past year, it was a lot of like, okay, let me get my business set up. But now I'm like, I, I need to invest more in my personal life than in my business. And that's what I want to do for the next year. That's my goal for the next year. And I'm going to come up with ways to do that. So very excited about spending more time doing things I love doing. What are you I excited about? I love that so much. excited about to just like keep growing. I think in all ways, like personally and professionally, I, I can honestly say this has probably been, well, 2020 honestly was too, but probably the most like prolific year of my life, which has been super cool. Like I honestly, like I've met you, I've met so many people, I've developed new friendships and new relationships and like learned about myself and changed my whole career, even though it's still therapy, but like all of that. So I'm excited for that. And I'm hopeful that I'll get to travel more. <laughs> I don't know yes. if pandemic's going to let me, but I'm hopeful right. for that. Yeah. In general, I think just everything it's, and I, like, if you were to talk to me three years ago, I was not excited for anything. I was like very un, unenthused. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. And maybe more dating stories from both of us. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Definitely. I mean, I owe you guys some, but we'll see. You do. You really owe us some. <laughs> I know. We'll, well, it's 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 in the works. We're we're getting more and more comfortable. <laughs> so we'll love see. it. Love yeah. it. But well, yeah. I was gonna we, say this has been such a fun season. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was literally gonna say the same thing. We appreciate you guys listening to us as always. Like, tell us how you liked our podcast today, and we hope you guys have a, a nice new year, whether you're at home or doing something. And we will see you guys. Sometime soon. We'll, yeah, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye.